What the hell, Brandon? That shop had a ton of potions and you didn't even look. One of them had to have something that can wake the princess. Look, I know the only thing that can wake her up, and it's not here. Let's try Middletown. It's a quick walk through the mountains over the pass. Yeah, whatever, I can handle it. I got refreshed by that gal in the red dress, if you know what I mean. Red, red dress? Brandon told me it was the lady in purple. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Mike wanted a fox, but I let him do a cougar. <laughs> Joke's on you. Who has two thumbs and got the best gum job in Raru? This guy. Hey, do you think the town got its name because a traveler was asking her what the town's called when her mouth was full? So, Brandon. We're yeah. heading to Mido for the item to wake up the princess, huh? What's there? Man, you've seen the ads posted everywhere. Best burritos here in Mido. Literally, posted into the ground. Is that the only thing that can wake her? Look, if it was Ganon back from the dead giving her some fucking curse like he normally does, you could use a Triforce like we told that mute little psychopath that collects animal hearts. But we all know the real reason she's passed the fuck out is because she was celebrating with us from getting rescued the last time, and she crushed that one-hitter that I gave her. Holy Christ, if that fucking lunatic Link found out that it was our fault, he'd cut off our heads and then raise them over his head with a big fucking weird smile. Ugh. <sighs> I can't believe he bought the Ganon curse. What a tool. I can't believe he bought Brandon's bed about the curse also making her smell like a skunk's burned asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that fucking turd's so dumb. I don't know why anybody likes him. The only thing I ever hear him say when he's walking around is, Yeah! As he's fucking cutting up rocks and shit. Hey, weren't there rock slides recently? Yeah, Mike, you worry though. You need a huge noise. Something, not anything like that fucking little turd could make anyway. Is that Zelda? Man, her snoring is pretty loud. Oh. My. Fuck. Run! Run! No worries, eh? Oh, we're nearly killed. And now Raru's blocked off. We need to deal with that when we get back from Mito. Which is also blocked off. Motherfucker. Damn. Guess we gotta pass through Saria Town to get the one fucking hammer in Hyrule. How does anyone make houses in this world if there's only one tool? Do we have to go to the desert when a bolt needs tightening? Mike. Deserts are where you go to find trophies. Don't be a moron. <laughs> Why do they bring it back to Death Mountain every time when they're done anyway? It just seems stupid. <laughs> Whatever. Why is there a graveyard here? <laughs> Gee, why would there be a lot of dead bodies at a place called Death Mountain? I don't know. Yo, boys, look, I think I found the hammer. Oh, oh, hold on, this is an axe. Who leaves an axe here? Oh shit! Ah! What happened? That, that orange alligator with an axe just killed Brandon. Oh shit, here he comes. And here we go. Let's jump over this magma. Stay out of his range. Okay, here we go. Where'd this moa come from? Mike! Oh, that flying red fucker knocked him into the lava shit. Gotta run. Okay, the cavern is clearing. Yes! The hammer! I see it. And I see an orange brick too. All right. I just gotta stay out of his rage. I'm so close. There's a red guy there too? Ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. Alright, I'm almost there. 
Wait a minute, the red fucker can throw the a ah! Gamer needs food badly. Let's -a go! And you're back in the kitchen with game connoisseur Mike King, Chef Brandon Boswell, and sous chef Ivan Caproth Jocelyn for another tasty morsel of a review. Yay! Oh, so good. Yep. Not good. <laughs> and once again, Brandon is forced to eat the equivalent of his vegetables as. This is sand. This is sand. This isn't vegetables. I eat vegetables. All right, we're getting the food substitutions out of the way early tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, it's come to my attention we don't bring food up enough. As our <laughs> game for the day is The Adventure of Link. Developed by Nintendo R&D 4 and, and released in 1987. Yes, oh man, old school Nintendo at its... Well, I don't know about best. There was probably better games, but it was at definitely at its eventual really fucking hardest. Meh. Yeah. I, I love this game so fucking much. Yeah, me too, until I played it for a long time. And <laughs> and, and then that love, and, and just like any marriage, that love with enough time turned to a slow, bitter, festering hatred. <laughs> That's, uh... True in my case, in the worst way. I gotta, I gotta clear the board initially and just say, look, 60% of my hassle with this game was from my emulator, which I will elaborate on eventually. Uh, it's not necessary at the moment, but 40% uh, of it was just pure, absolute game rage through, like, A, not understanding what the fuck's going on, and I refused to read a fucking walkthrough, which I ended up having to do after, and then also to the fans, I'm sorry, this is a long time coming. It's my, my debut back for, for some time now, but I did not finish this game, and I was very sad to not actually finish it, but uh, it was through the rage and everything else that these guys made me record this episode, so <laughs> they wanted to get it raw, and, and here we are. But uh, That's right. This was your punishment for leaving us in the lurch. Yeah, I mean, that too. I, I was putting it off for too long, and then I had to take my medicine, and I hated it. It's not even, it's not sand, it's medicine. I hate it. Because the understand, like, I totally get that this is a cornerstone of a lot of people's, like, childhood and understanding of games. It changed a lot of things. I don't know. Fuck, like, it just makes me mad. I hate Zelda. I hate <laughs> it made Zelda. a lot of people mad. I, I, I can't argue with you there. I mean, it was so different from the first one. You go into the side-scroller, the RPG elements, you know, which really drove a lot of people off, but... As you said, it's just hard as fuck, too. And yeah. If you don't know where to find things, if you don't want to read a walkthrough, the you know, one where the fuck is Arrow, the you know, Bagu, who knows? Yeah, you need to understand this about NES games, is that they, they sold strategy guides and had Nintendo Power Magazine for a very good reason. They did not... I guess they just didn't have enough memory in a game to leave enough shit for you to remind you, this is where you were, this is what you need... And this is kind of the place where you got to go to get it, just like a general fucking direction. Yeah. Well, it was the it was the theory of the time. They wanted people to be exploring. You know, that was a big appeal of Zelda One. You're exploring a world. You weren't just being 
led from left to right in every single screen. But that has a downside too. If you don't know where to go, sometimes you're going to take a long fucking while to get there. Especially when a lot of the map looks a lot of the same. Yeah. I mean, like, it does. It has its defining features, but I agree with that. If I was going to criticize something about the game, I'd say, yeah, a lot of the map looks pretty similar. Pretty fucking identical. It does make for good hidden um, hidden rooms and shit, which I did like finding when I found the ones that I found by myself. Are we sure yeah. that those are animal hearts? Is there kind of like uh, any kind Well, of... he gets... How many people do you see Link killing in this game? Yeah, no, he he's always like, he was, he was, he's always killing monsters, which yeah. are like basically animals. And then just being like da na na na, and then finding a heart, and being like I'm holding it over my head now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it always makes you wonder else. like, what's he trying to do when he lifts it up? Is he trying to like examine it in the sunlight or something? Oh, he, does, he does it. that with everything that he finds, though, right? He does that with the master sword. He does that with the triforce when he gets all that shit. He just holds shit over his head. It's like. In uh, in uh, everybody loves Raymond, the brother Robert. Every time he eats, he has to like touch the spoon to his chin and then into his mouth. It's really weird, but he ends up doing that in like episodes, and people don't notice it for a long time, and then they bring it up, and they're like, "Yep, it's a thing that he has to do." He he's just he's just that tall that the spoon can't make it to the mouth in one pass. No, it's like a weird tick. Like the kid is the kid is broken. He's got this weird tick where every time he you think when he puts on his shoes in the morning, he grabs one shoe. Holds it over his head for like 10 seconds and then puts it on. And then grabs the other shoe, holds it over his head for 10 seconds. What if he's trying to bang a lady and he pulls out a condom? He just takes it out and he's got to hold it over his head for like 10 seconds? Or he like taps it with his ball, taps his balls to it and then like then he puts it on? I meant, I meant Link, not Robert. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, we're back to this. Yeah, we're... Well, leave it to you to actually get back to a topic in a reasonable time frame. Yay! Hey, I am uh, at least a moderate stand-up comedian. By the way, my computer screen's gone black. I don't know if that means death. Who knows? <laughs> I can hear you, so we're going on. Hey, the no, recording's still going. We're good. Uh, well, I mean, we're as good as we, we, we could be, I guess. Fuck it. Yeah. So this is when Link decided to uh, try to really break the mold, really break out of the mold set by the earlier games. And uh, have him basically do some Castlevania type shit. Like walk around from the side, whip around a sword, kill some bastards, gain experience points. And it was, uh, to me, it was an interesting change, especially the, ex the experience levels, which I don't think we've seen in uh, anything else in Link. I don't no, know about Breath game, of the Wild, but I haven't played This that game, game was unique. This game was unique in the Zelda series. At least in the ones that I've played it. In every other game, you're improving your stats with armor, with better weapons, shit like that. But in this game, you've actually got meters, you know, armor, or not armor, uh, weapon, magic. You've actually got a life meter. You know, not just those hearts that line up on the screen, you know, but a set amount. And yep. what, what makes the experience so, gr uh, to me, great <clears throat> is that you can decide what to allocate these experience this experience to because it's not like oh you gained experience because you hit your sword you hit something with your sword several times or you took enough damage now your health goes up which that was a factor in uh, Final Fantasy 2 for the Nintendo where you actually gain stats based on what happened like you would gain hit points by taking damage you would gain 
uh, attack points by hitting more. So a lot of a lot of people decided to buff themselves by simply beating the shit out of themselves in a fight. Yeah, they had that. Right. Uh, they had that same kind of uh, skill um, progress, I guess, in um, Skyrim. I want to say Elder Swords. So people were taking advantage of that too, where they would either. Like, there's a classic one where they just sneak everywhere all the time, so they're constantly buffing their sneak or whatever. Or they find a guy who's got a lot of health, and they just, like, sneak behind a barrel and hit him with one arrow every, like, ten minutes. And then it's, like, they get mad arrow skills, and they, they do it like that, because it's, like, running your head against the wall makes your head stronger. <laughs> it just makes more sense, you know? <laughs> yeah, so this, conversely, everything goes into one experience pool. And you just do enough damage, you gain experience points, and then you decide, am I going to put this into hearts so I can take more damage? Am I going to put this into magic so I can do fancy shit longer? Or am I going to put this into my sword so everything dies when I poke it? <laughs> uh, so, I'll tell you a funny thing. I didn't know when I was a kid, I, basically until we started to prepare for this game, I had no fucking idea that you could choose. And, and whenever like, whenever the experience level leleled up, I just hit enter and yeah. you know, whatever it was. You know, <laughs> it, it was just a static or... screen. It pre-selects yeah, really. the cheapest one. You can actually go up and down. So what I would do That's is right. I would you, you... level up my armor first. So I was going to say, you know what I think is really great about this fucking system? And also, Mike, which system do you prefer? The one that, like, running your head against the wall makes your head stronger? Or the one where... You could just kill. You could run. You run your head against the wall for experience, but then decide that it's going to make your legs better or whatever. I like the. Uh, they both have their merits, and I guess I'm. Uh, I'm just more used to general experience raising uh, a little bit of your stats all at once. But uh, I like the flexibility. I, I really do prefer this system when it's available. Personally, I've seen a couple of options that are like hybrids of the system too, where like. Uh, I think Infamous and Prototype are good examples um, on the PlayStation and Xbox, respectively, I believe, where basically your character gets overall levels, and when he reaches certain tiers, he's able to unlock uh, new abilities, but there'll be like 10... Oh, like ten a skill new, tree. Yeah, there'll be like 10 new abilities. I mean, it's always a skill tree. That's what we're talking about in general, right? But there'll be like 10 new yeah. abilities, and then he's got to get yeah. um, a different currency of points. I don't remember, like DNA or some shit. And then he unlocks whatever ability he would like with one DNA. It's kind of, it's kind of. <laughs> I, I would love the fact that, like, ooh, he gained an extra DNA, and then he walks around and he's got Down syndrome. <laughs> oh jeez. Well, I mean, you can make him look pretty <laughs> fucked up and terrifying by the end of the game. So that's prototype. Uh, infamous, infamous. You have the choice to choose um, good and evil, and uh, by that you unlock a certain specific tree, which is kind of less interesting. You know. But uh, you know what I think is great about the Zelda fucking uh, formula here is that when you really get your fucking sword up and it's super duper high and you can fuck up those orange bitches that throw axes at you with like one swing or whatever and uh, and then you uh, find yeah. one yeah. and then uh, your emulator tells you that there's no more space to save your screen and it crashes and erases all your fucking <laughs> stuff. That's what I love about those uh, progress things because it, when you grind all the way up oh, there man. and you really get to the top and you've succeeded at what you were trying to do and then everything just gets taken away from you like nothing, you really learn what life's about and also <laughs> why you don't have pets because if you had a pet in the house, it would have been a dangerous time for that pet. <laughs> okay, what you could have done is save it in the game, but you know what I like about this game? 
What? Is that if you want to save something in game rather than through an emulator, guess what you have to do? What? Die. Fucking die. Because the save yeah. but the save menu only shows up in the game over menu. When it says game over, you've got two options. Save or quit. That's funny. I'll tell you also, Brandon, your experience would have been like what happened to everyone back in the day. Because anytime you died, you may have been within 100 points of that 8,000 point level to level up. Yeah. And it's gone. It's fucking gone. You have to level up and then it will recognize that you've leveled up. But until then, it wipes the experience clean the next time you start. You have to level up and only then you have my permission to die. Yeah. Yeah, Otherwise, fuck you. That's fucked. And also, frankly, you got the fact that if you're playing it on, you know, like a console, I don't think it was ever an arcade, right? No, it was never. Yeah, so you're playing it on console no. at home. If the power goes out or somebody trips over the cord or anything like that, the fucking... If you if you didn't die, if you made the mistake of playing this game competently and proficiently, haha, <laughs> joke's on you, you fucking dumb-dumb. Yeah, because it's still... Of course, this good. is 87 we're talking about, right? Yeah, so I everything's mean, I guess we're lucky to have saves at all. Oh well, I, I remember. Mean, well, yeah, Dragon Warrior had a Dragon Warrior allowed you to save by going to a, a church or a temple, and uh, the guy that no no the, no the church of the temple would revive you, but somebody would keep a journal, and you yeah. would go there and you could save your game there. So, and that was in uh, Dragon Warrior came out eighty six eighty seven, so the ability existed. They yeah. just didn't. Sir. They just didn't think gamers you know deserve that kind of mercy. It wasn't common yet. I also grew up with shit like Sonic the Hedgehog, where you didn't really get to save either. So, like, I wasn't, you know... It, and that was, like, mad later, I'm saying. So it's not like I was... Didn't come up on that. But fuck, did it suck when your simple emulator just wrecks your day. <laughs> Man, I never had yeah. an emulator fuck me over like that, but... No, your, your, your phone is a wonderland of crap. Ah, uh, that's my tablet. My, my whole... My, my like, equipment is, is destroyed. I believe I have an electronic field around me that ruins equipment as soon as they're within my <laughs> perimeter. Is that or the porn? And I swear, you'd think, like, the, the good porn would not give you viruses? It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's like thinking only... That's like thinking the pretty girls won't give you clap. Well, that's what you think. That You, you just said it yourself. That, I, that, that is a fair assumption. If I saw a pretty girl, I'm like, she does not have an STD. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm just, only, uh, only, only the hood rats got that shit. Exactly. At least if she's a pretty girl, she had it and then got rid of it, or you know whatever the fucking proper treatment is, and dealt with it. <laughs> Not like some... the internal the internal logic would be that she gets laid so much that she must go to the STD clinic. She must go to the free clinic and get checked up on. She must know what's up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Maybe we should get back to the game. Uh, yeah, I guess we got to. So this ma- this also has a, an overworld map and side-scrolling, which is kind of different from Zelda, the uh, yeah, the original I'm... Zelda. And uh, I guess we got to say, like, the biggest thing is that this is actually giving credit to Link. I don't know why the first game was Legend of Zelda when she just sat around in a cave waiting for someone to do some shit for her. This is actually yeah. about Link doing the Link shit. This, yeah. I don't know if you if you know, this was the only game in the mainline series, at least released in North America, 
that does not include the words The Legend of Zelda in the title. Mine does. This one. This one is Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link. <laughs> oh, no, you're yeah, right. In the, <clears throat> if you got a ROM that was named that, then, you know, joke's on you. Well, the Japanese version actually does have Legend of Zelda 2, but that wasn't the way they released it in North America. Did they call it Adventure of Rinku? <laughs> oh, God. Why, why the fuck? <laughs> and, yeah, the magic and the special... Like, the, the magic is pretty neat. That is an element that they introduced in this that Link did use in later games. Even in um, the follow-up, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past... He uses mm. magic in some limited capacities, like a fireball or a magic wand. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I have to disagree. I mean, in this one, he's performing spells like a wizard or some shit. Yeah, but he in uses every other tools. game, In every other game, he's using tools, that's right, to do that same fireball instead of casting fire on and his I sword and shooting a fireball. You know what, I suppose he was also using tools in the first Legend of Zelda, like when he's using a candle to set bushes on fire. Exactly. Yeah, so this, you know this game, what I just said. That's not a spell. <laughs> what do you mean? Hmm? Wait, did you say using a candle instead of bush on fire is a spell? Or did you say it's a tool? No, no. He's saying it's it's a tool. No. Yeah, so this is the yeah, so this is where he's actually casting spells rather than using tools. Yeah, because you, you don't get other items in this, do you? No, you do. You do get items. You get you get a candle at the palace, you know, the first palace. You get a glove, you get a hammer, and shit like that. But in terms of your extra abilities, yeah, you instead can't of use having those that, items, though. Like, you use them automatically exactly. and passively. You can't use them actively. Exactly. The active stuff are spells this time instead of the ice rod. Yeah, so uh, all that stuff that you guys just said, real real cool. I totally zoned out because I was scrolling through my ROMs to see what mine's actually it called. It wasn't important. Yeah, I know, and that's why I... <laughs> just wrapped it up for you uh turns out i do have legend uh, i have zelda 2 legend or fuck you led zelda to the adventures of link dot zip is the emulator the of the lead of zeppelin <laughs> the lettuce on my burger is very moist <laughs> yeah so this takes place several years i kind of want to dive into the plot now i kind of want to get the it other begins... other rom and see if it's different Plays yeah, and you can do that silently. So, so several I'm not years after the events of Legend of Zelda, the now 16-year-old Link notices a strange mark on the back of his left hand. <laughs> if you know, like he's like 16 <laughs> years old, and only now he's starting to look at the at the back of his hand. No, he's 16 <laughs> years old, yeah, well, and he started. It's the other side of his hand. Yeah, he, yeah. He usually is. Uh, well, no, because he's jerking it with his right hand all the time, right? And then so out of nowhere, he's like, "I'm gonna try lefty today," and then he's like, "Whoa, where'd that come from?" <laughs> and he's got a crest on it that exactly like the crest of Hyrule. So he seeks out Impa, who responds by taking Link to the North Castle where a door has been magically sealed for generations. Impa places the back of Link's hand on the door. It would be great if any of this shit happened in the game. <laughs> and reveals a sleeping maiden. Impa tells Link that the maiden is Zelda, not the Zelda from the first game. And I guess that would make it not the Link from this from the other game. What the yeah, fuck? No, it, what it's you... the same fucking Link. He's just moved on from the original Zelda, you know. The, yeah, the princess of Hyrule from long ago and the origin of the Legend of Zelda. Zelda's brother, she has a fucking brother? I don't understand what the fuck is happening. Into telling her... 
I'm speaking is yeah, what the fuck no, is happening. No, I get it, but like, as far as the story is concerned, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Why is there... So in the first Zelda, there's a lady named Zelda, and she's a princess. Uh -huh. Who the fuck's this other bitch in the hole? Where's uh, the regular well, he's going to explain. It, it, he, he's uh, reading Wikipedia. I mean, he's remembering it perfectly. Well, yeah. We'll <laughs> get to that in a minute. Uh, oh, I okay. just said... Impa tells Link that this maiden is Zelda, not the Zelda from the first game. Yeah. The princess of Hyrule from long ago and the origin of the Legend of Zelda. So well, this what the is fuck does any of that mean? Zelda. That apparently didn't die after popping out previous Zelda's ancestor. She's still alive somehow. So is this like a grandmama Zelda? Like... Is this like a family line? Or do they just find bitches yeah, in the village and be know. like, Girl, you're the new Zelda. Get in here and run the place. Is I'm, it like a I'm thinking that it's an that it's an ancestor, and that everyone's just telling Zelda. By the way, your super duper ultra great grandmother is somehow alive, despite all of her her descendants not being dead, because she's sleeping, and somehow you don't age while you sleep. Well, maybe it's like every fifth generation is a Zelda, as opposed, you know, like maybe Zelda's next kin is gonna be like a Jessica, and that bitch just dies, <laughs> you know. But then yeah, Jessica. Sorry. Sorry, I'm Zelda. I had all the adventures. You're Jessica. No one in history is going to remember you. Fuck you. But it's not even like Highlander. Like it's not like there can be only one. There's multiple. Like how many? Uh, like how many naps can you take before you're like looking at your great 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 grand Zelda, and you're like, hey bitch. So here's the thing. Uh, if we sleep, uh, we don't die. And <laughs> And if we, we don't see any other descendants in between. Well, that's my point, right? So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. She gets to live by sleeping forever, and everyone else just ages, dies, and, you know, they just fucking have to deal with this sleeping bitch. Yeah, it so, no, it comes up every, like, five generations. Like, if you look at, like, a village's family tree, there's, like, one generation that, like, has a Zelda. She takes off when she knows it's time to go sleep, assuming, like, some kind of cosmic fucking alarm clock goes off in her head or whatever, and she's like, okay, time to go to bed. And then she goes to bed, disappears, fine, whatever. The family that she had grows up. They have a family. That family dies. They have a family. That family dies. And eventually, like, three more times over, just some little girl wakes up. And she's like, hi, I'm Zelda now. And I don't know what that means. That's just what my folks named me. And then eventually her family grows old. And she's like, ah, I think I'm going to go sleep now. And then she gets to the place where Zelda's sleep. And <laughs> she's like, hey, Grandma, what the fuck are you doing? Her great, 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 great so Grandma. It says Zelda's brother had tried to force her into telling their recently deceased father secrets concerning the last of the three sacred golden triangle treasures of the kingdom known as the Triforce. Princess Zelda refused to reveal its location, which, you know, if this was her brother, you'd think that he'd already know about it. Yeah. But anyway, the prince's wizard friend in anger tried to strike her down with a spell. Zelda fell under a powerful sleeping spell, but the wizard was unable to control the wildly arcing magic and was killed by it. This would make a fucking great cutscene. Why yeah. didn't we get this? The <laughs> prince, filled with remorse and unable to reverse the spell, had his sister placed in the castle tower in the hope that she would one day be awakened. He decreed that princesses born to the royal family from that point on would be named Zelda. See what happens if you let me just fucking speak? We actually get to the point eventually. That doesn't make any in fucking sense still, though. Of, uh, in remembrance of this tragedy, Impa says the mark on Link's hand means that he is the chosen hero to awaken Zelda. She gives Link a chest containing six crystals. What fucking six And await an ancient writings that only a great future king of Hyrule can read. 
Link no, finds course. that he can read the document, although we never read this document. Right. Even though he has never seen the language before, it indicates the crystals must be set into statues within six palaces scattered all over Hyrule, because nobody did this before. This will open the way to the Great Palace, which contains the Triforce of Courage. Only the combined powers of the Triforce can awaken the enchanted Zelda. Taking the crystals, Link sets out to restore them to their palaces. So that's where we get these crystals from. Because it would be fucking great if we knew where the hell these rocks came from. Meanwhile, the rocks? followers of Ganon are seeking to kill Link as, spr as sprinkling his blood on Ganon's ashes will bring Ganon back to life. That's Dracula shit right there. I always thought he was just sort of spraying some sort of seed up into the forehead of these statues, you know, just some sort of money <laughs> they, shot, if you will. They, 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 they I, do look like cocks. I clearly did not but, get close in, uh, that far into the game to know what you guys are talking about. But, that means you didn't beat the first level, Dick. So, well, hold on, hold on. What's the first level? We never heard anything about the followers of Ganon. No one ever said they were following Ganon. We just know that the only time we see Ganon mentioned is when you finally decide, I want to save my progress. So just walk in front of a, uh, a moblin and just get... Well, and then finally get to see that menu. So also, All right, I have to turn it around on you for Brandon's sake, because that means you didn't go into a fucking town and talk to anybody. <laughs> Wait, what? Because every now and again they would say the eyes of Ganon are everywhere. Yeah. You know, sometimes you'd even have a That's villager true. turn into a bat. You know, try to I don't attack know nothing you. about his bat. But I will say, uh, A, fuck you, Mike, because I played the shit out of like half of that game. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Because if you're referring you to like... You see the cock statues every time you beat a boss. What? I don't know what you mean. These giant stone statues, Wait. you're putting the crystal, it goes straight up to the forehead. And then you and just you, walk in and then you walk out and nothing really exciting happens. Well, then you you get an automatic level up. That That's a nice bonus. They refill all your health and all your magic. And whatever the next experience uh, milestone is, you get raised up to it automatically. I don't know. Quite honestly, anything that I succeeded at in that game, I just, like, imagine that kid that's, like, stomping down the street angry about doing whatever the fuck he's doing. Like, I was just, like, <laughs> dragging my sword, fucking stomping from one place to another, like, blasting people, blasting people, and then I get hit, and I'd be like, okay, save back. Okay, keep blasting, 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 blasting. Okay, this guy's dead. Fuck it. What do I gotta do now? Oh, I gotta watch a little thing. There we go. Okay, fuck it. What's the next thing? Oh, I gotta walk the... the the other side of goddamn fuck me mountain and there's random shit it, the whole fucking way. I, <laughs> I will say in Brandon's defense, there is a way to seriously fuck this up. You beat the boss and you can just walk right out of the palace just by backtracking. I was going to say, is it possible that I did that? Is that even Yes, a thing? and I know. I, I found out the hard way I did do that because when I got to <laughs> the, the, eighth, the eighth palace... And was waiting for the big cutscene to be like, all right, all the stones are activated. Here comes the Great Palace. Let me in. And I just stood there walking around, kept pressing <laughs> up in front of the pedestal. Nothing's happening. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go look on YouTube to find out what people do. They just walk. As soon as they hit that cut, as soon as they walk to the palace, the scene shows everything going up. And I'm asking, like, why? Why am I not getting this? How could the game be broken that specifically? And it says... Uh, you missed Look, one you out sure of you the fucking you, eight you, gems. Did you activate the uh, the cock statues? <laughs> and I'm like, I remember most of... Oh, fuck, I probably missed one. And, and thanks to no warping, 
You have to walk across every fucking place to every palace on every spot. And that was when I just said, fuck this game. And I downloaded a save that was inside the Great Palace. So it was right before fighting the bosses. So I still get to enjoy that fucking challenge. And not, like, have to spend a good two days, real-time days, going to every single palace... Going through the end of every single one just to find one that I... I gotta what? say, though, I gotta call you guys out a little bit. I mean, you've gone through all these dungeons, all right? You're going down, you're going left, you're going right, you're going up, just maze of shit. But they always end going from left to right, meeting a boss. Who the fuck doesn't go forward after finishing the boss. Wait, is it possible to just walk past the thing? No, I think no, it's at the end of the room. Once you get once you get up to the the cock statue, it automatically raises the seed up to the forehead for the money shot. Yeah, and also You've got no chance of missing this. None. Exactly. I that's why I was so frustrated because I couldn't understand like it just not like if I I would not have backtracked throughout the entire castle. Like, I would imagine if I walked to one, I would walk through all of them and walk to the next door. So when I'm walking at the Great Palace, I do not, I cannot conceive how I missed one. I'm only imagining that I somehow, in a fit of fucking dumbassery, decided I'm going to walk back. You you must have missed one. Or you turned off your emulator before saving or some such shit. Well, that's exactly what he did. I mean, you wouldn't have gone all the way the fuck back through the dungeon. Is there a... Doesn't each palace have something that you need to get to the next one? Like, I can't imagine any palace here being being skippable. Well, actually, uh, I, I will tell you, there are a few things that can be skipped. The speed runs like the world record type speed runs will omit the candle for example you don't actually need it nope. now anytime you go into a cave in this game if you don't have the candle everything is just blued out you know, you can you can't really see anything but people the the speed runners know where everything is yep so the only thing that you really need to do to get to the end is get the palace statues activated and then you will need some things like the raft, you know, just like in Zelda One. You need that jumping. There's another raft in this game. Fucking potion. That was one that pissed right. me off. Right. You, you you need certain spells, you know, that you can't get through the game without. You need jump. Yeah. There's one uh, cavern that you cannot get around, and you must have jump in order to get through. So you, for the most part, the game has gates like that. But there are some things that you can bypass. Yeah. That fucking uh, cavern was like the death of me. I had no idea. I climbed all the way through it. I was blind. I fought every fucking Octorok and whatever. And then uh, I got to the end and I was like, why is there just a wall here? And like, there's a little bastard at the end too. Something else. I can't remember what the fuck it is. It looks like a, a jackal or some dumb shit. But I fought the fuck out of him. Finally got him. And then I'm like looking. And I totally turned up the contrast on my monitor so just so I could see it better. And I'm like, this is just a wall. What the fuck is this? So I went wandering around, yeah. and then I fucking found another village. And then, actually, I think this is when I found my absolute favorite part of the game. I found my 8-bit soulmate. And, Mike, we got to put this on a picture in the podcast if we can or something. There's a fella 
in one of the towns, I can't remember now, but when you walk up and you talk to him, he's like one of those pudgy little guys, he's inside a house, he goes, I am Error. And it's the greatest thing. <laughs> I oh my god, it made me so happy because it's like a, you discovered error. <laughs> yeah, a that guy is 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 like me in the sense that like he doesn't want to be there. I don't want to be there. He's like this is not good. You don't want to. Yeah, this isn't what you want. And you know, you know that his parents bought like really cheap and defective condoms. No, it's not even like that. <laughs> It's like a meta thing. Like he's and that's where and that's where he got the name just... because they're just, they shouldn't have, should have happened. No, you're this a mistake. Be, this, this had to be a mistake. No, no, you're looking you at it the mistake. wrong way. You are error. No, it's like it's like a meta angle. Like this character was built for some game and is now in this game by some weird virus fluke, and he just knows it and he's sentient and he's like, I don't want to be here. And I'm like, I know, man, me neither. But we got to do this. I'm a little dweeb, and you're a fucking fat guy. Now tell me something important. I'm from Castlevania. Where's your whip? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, this is not right. I'm supposed to be in another <laughs> place right now. I, I got to get out of here. And I'm like, yeah, dude, me too. I see I see you jumping around. Are you yeah. Mario? Are you here to rescue our princess? Yeah, no. yeah that, that, that's another thing about this game. That until, I think, I think until Breath of the Wild, Zelda or Zelda games Link does not jump. Now, you can I, actually jump in this game. Yeah, you press a I'm button really and Link jumps. In uh, in some of the Game Boy games, you get something called like the Rock's Feather, and that allows you to jump over things. I'm pretty sure that. Okay, okay, that that's that's true. Certainly, some of the recent games, but for the most part, whenever Link was jumping, it was because he got to the end of a platform and just automatically jumped off. There is one time in the uh, in the Legend of in the uh, Super Nintendo game. You can kind of jump, but it's not really for any particular reason. It is just, uh, you can charge into a wall with the Pegasus Feather, and you will hit it so hard you will bounce. So, he's... Nice. Drive your head into the wall for experience. Well, more like you run into trees to make them drop apples or bees. Yeah, whatever. We're doing it. So anyway, we'll we'll, we'll get to that next next episode. Right, Brandon? Uh, yeah, (laughs) I guess. Why, is it the next game? No, we're, we'll, we'll give you a year's reprieve before we start taking on the uh, the Legend of Zelda. I League guess I'll just start playing it now, and then in a year we'll have another fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, I hate you. If so you want to get ready in time, yeah, that's probably the best idea. So now that we've covered what the intended plot that was super secret, let's get to the plot that's actually in the game. You start <laughs> Zelda sleeping, and you just decide. Well, I got fuck all to do while she's taking a nap. I'm going to go out and kill some shit. Hopefully by the time I get back, she'll be up. And then we can either, you know, fuck or, you know, bring peace to the kingdom, whatever. Well, in their defense, they do give a slight scrolling uh, plot at the beginning. Because everyone reads that. I wouldn't. Right. You know, if you don't, if you don't simply you know, press the start button right away and go past it, they do tell you that Impa tells you you have to go to six palaces and you have to place the jewel in the statue and then get the Triforce, the number three Triforce, they put it, and then you can wake her up. <laughs> the number three Triforce. Yeah, because the, yeah, w- right. the one Triforce that Link already collected and the one that he has in his hand, those two Triforces, that shit ain't cutting it. No, you can have all three. Right. 
He has the Triforce of Wisdom that you got in Zelda 1. He has the Triforce of Courage that's burned into his hand. But now it's going to take three Triforces to rouse this to rouse this lady from her sleep. Yep. Right. So, with that brief knowledge in hand, you set off from the original palace where Zelda is. And you got fuck all in terms of direction after that. You kind of just got to just find your way. But fortunately, there's a town not too far from there. You start with Raru Town. And you got to talk to people. You know, they won't engage you. Eventually, you find your way to a lady that says that every town has a wise man. And you must learn from him. So that's where you're going to get trained on your spells. Now, the first one's given to you. But after that, you usually have to do some sort of side quest to get to it. You know, you got to rescue the trophy from uh, Gorilla of Tantari. <laughs> I love these names. You know, got to get their bowling trophy back in Rudo Town. Oh, yeah. You, so you, that they can teach you, you gotta, teach you jump. You got to collect the trophy wife. Right. So. And uh, Rudo Town actually has one of my favorite characters. At the end of the town... You've got a lady who tells you you should not go south without a candle, right? Because you, you're going to be going through caverns. But she's standing there with a jar of you know, water or something on her head. She's not walking. She's just standing there. Just holding a vase of yeah, water. She, she, she doesn't care. Nothing better. That's right. She doesn't care about getting to anywhere with that water. You know, just, I got it on my head. She's... And I'm good. I'm just warning she's people. There and she's like, I wonder what's going to happen first. Either I'm going to get strong enough to carry a full thing of water, or the water's going to all evaporate and it's going to be really light. <laughs> but I stand here long yeah. enough. Either that or she's just she's just hand, standing outside town, greeting everyone like, hey, you're thirsty? Maybe. Yeah, exactly. You want a drink? Don't go south without a candle. You want a drink? Don't go south. I just love the, the idea that in, in video game villages, there's always someone whose job it is to be the town greeter, like Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And, and just welcome to Ruto. Yeah. Okay. You stand by the uh, the entrance of the town, just to let everyone know what the entrance to the town is. Like that's right. Like where are mm-hmm. like where are they? If you if you see someone you don't know, you let them know where yeah, they are. Yeah, and it's like you let them it's know. Like the so, town, am man. I there to guard the entrance and like stop you from coming in? No, no. You let them just walk right past. If it's something that you don't know, you invite them in quickly. If it's something that you do know, then you just let them come in at whatever rate they're already coming. So I'm not there for security? Yeah. Nope. You're just there to say, hello, welcome to the town. What, so what, anyway. what if they're really hurt? Do I direct them to the inn? No, 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 no. Just, you know, they'll eventually talk to the whores in the red dresses and they'll, they'll be taken care of. Yeah. Whores? Who said anything about whores? Well, oh, that's right. They don't charge. They're just you know promiscuous gals. It's true. That's right. Revived. True. That was one of the jokes that Buddy used in that video that that I watched. Uh, that one and uh, yeah, the fact that Link always carries shit over his head when he finds it. Like if you were Link's roommate and you were like, "Yo, man, can you pass me over the remote?" He'd just like grab it and then would stand there with it over his head for like a good solid sixty seconds, and then he'd hand it over to you and you'd be like, "You were just the weirdest <laughs> fucking guy." You got a remote. Yeah, you got a remote. Use it wisely. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that includes uh, the the kid that you rescue later yeah, on is exactly. one of those side yeah, yeah. quests <laughs> for the for the. Basically. You need to go rescue our child from the, the island. Kid got snatched. I found so him. Send another kid to go snatch that kid back, and then he gets him and he just holds him over his head. Yeah, the sixteen-year-old. You're sending a sixteen-year-old to go rescue this kid. He puts him into his pocket because you don't see him, and then eventually you get back to his folks. That's right. This this all is it? all very telling about the Japanese culture. Like, if if we have action heroes, they're like, uh, like men, like they're soldiers. They're like late twenties, early thirties. Whenever it's a Japanese hero, it's always like a sixteen-year-old kid or a fifteen-year-old kid. It's like this just lets you know the pressure they put on their kids. Oh yeah. That's okay. Right. You need to be saving Hyrule by the time yeah, you're so you're 16. Do... Look at Pokemon. Ash is Ash. Ash is fucking 12, and they boot him out yeah. and say, "Well, it's time for you to go on an adventure." I haven't even grown pubes yet, and you're putting me out into the wilderness to forage for myself. Exactly. It's like so. So basically, anyway. they expect you to perform the shit out of school, come home, do all the chores, and then also go out and fight and catch monsters. Or just fight monsters in this case. So, Brandon, how far did you get in this game? Zelda 2, that is. Uh, I didn't get to the fairies, as we talked about briefly. Um, I don't know exactly how far I got. I kept getting hung up at that stupid fucking, you need a candle. So, eventually I went and got the candle. Um, and then I went back through that tunnel, and then I was on the other side. And then I don't recall much after that. I know there's a few secrets near the top. And around that little meadow area, but uh, yeah. I might have gone down the one side of the beach. Yeah, that's worth mentioning. Unless it's the other game. One of the things that you can do in the overworld map is find various secrets. You can stumble on either a one-up or a fairy that will give you your life back or free experience points in this little money satchel on the floor. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Those are good times. Which can, all things that can be useful. I used to like... It, this may be the only uh, time when you get a link with a one-up. A link with a what? With a one-up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, an extra life. She's got a little dolly action. Because I don't think you get that in Zelda 1. Another way where this game is unique. So I don't think we've gone through specifically the various items that you get or all the spells. Well, Mike went on a moderate tangent about how this is more... Well, fun. let's do that. I didn't really talk about... But didn't really talk about what. All right. All right, here's a speed run through that. So in the first yeah. town, you get the shield magic, which will cut your damage in half. You then go to the first dungeon where you get the candle, which will light up the caverns. After that, you take your ass over to Bruto Town, where you get the jump magic after you rescue the trophy from that one guy in the desert. Head through to the second palace, where you get the glove. And you don't actually do anything, as we said before. These items are passive, but once you get the glove, you can break blocks with your sword in the side-scrolling boat. Yep. Then you head to Saria Town, 
after doing the whole finding error and bagu and whatnot. You get the life magic. Then you go through Death Mountain through a maze, you know, cavern after cavern, trying to find your way through. You get your down to the end of that, huh. go through another cavern that gets you the hammer. The hammer then allows you to break boulders on the overworld map, which is a gateway for getting to the second half of the game, but also will block off various caverns that maybe give you an extra heart container or whatnot. You then find your way through to a big graveyard, which has a secret entrance to an island that has a third palace on it. And help me out. What do you get in the third? The third palace, you get the raft. Raft will then take you across, or it'll take you across the ocean. But before you do that, you go to the fourth town. You get the fairy magic and the down thrust attack technique. <laughs> Which doesn't sound pornographic at all. Oh, absolutely not. This is not pornographic. You can ask any of the enemies that have died to Link's down thrust technique, they have, they will tell you 100% that that motherfucker is totally not wearing any pants. <laughs> all they see is, all they notice they is that a guy with no tunic is jumping over them and there's something dangling between his legs. That's right, and that's the last thing that they see. <laughs> so anyway, you then cross the ocean, go to the fifth town, Noboru town, and that's where you're going to get the fire magic, which allows you to shoot a fireball out of your sword. Again, which you, not pornographic at all. Which you could do in the regular Zelda just by having full hearts. And that's where something white shoots out of your your sword. Not, por right. not pornographic. Well, in this case, I will defend them. Granted, they did it artificially, of course, but... There are some enemies that can only be killed with fire. Yeah, and that like the way that magic regenerates is that you may sometimes get a magic potion bottle as a drop from right. your enemies. Right, during the side scrolling mode. Which or you which can, considering uh, how get... rare it is for it to drop, it is is very shitty considering the severity of magic enemies you will find. And that each spell takes quite a lot of your magic, so it's not like you can yes. spam fireballs to get from one end of the one end of the dungeon to the other. If you actually use this liberally, as you should, you will get maybe a quarter or a halfway through, and then you will just be fucked. Yeah, that's when you start now, sucking. This... When you start suckling for 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 potions, and you start grinding just slashing everything you can right. hopefully before it drains your health yeah this this doing a lot of grinding will help because you'll level up your magic and as you level up your magic every spell the cost of it will decrease that's decent and also if you can find the four hidden magic vials in the overworld map you'll not only have a decreased cost of the spells but an increased pool of magic Sweet, that sounds decent. So it becomes a lot more viable. What's that, Brandon? That sounds decent. 
Yeah, that's why you look. Yeah. That's why you look at the walkthroughs so that you don't suffer. I mean, I was aware that it existed. I was kind of well, not like putting it on, but being like, "Damn, I kind of did wish I, I was able to contain myself long enough to actually play it." Same with the fairy thing. Like, I didn't know you could turn into a fairy and just like scoot across yeah. shit. That sounds dope. Yeah. Speaking of which, the fairy. Did you guys know that you can get through the keyholes in the dungeon? You can get through those locked doors if you're a fairy. Yeah. Now, you'll you'll turn into a regular Link when you leave the next screen, and you cannot get back through that locked door again unless you turn into a fairy again. And as we just but, established, magic will fucking disappear on you quite quickly. Right. So you could end up fucking yourself a lot. Absolutely, you could. But to my knowledge, this is the only Zelda game that allows you to bypass a locked door in any regard. Yeah, the only other so, link where you can do like some illegal shit is in uh, Link's Awakening, where you can just where they they make you pick up the item in the store and bring it to the counter to buy it. So what you could do is just walk out the store with it. Yeah. <laughs> However, you come if, if you come back to that store to do it, the store owner will greet you like fucking Emperor Palpatine and just zap the shit out of you. Anyway, getting back to Zelda 2. Yeah. Let's finish up this walkthrough part. So you need to go then, you've gotten the fire magic. You need to go and rescue a child. The aforementioned child that you hold over your head. The child items. Right, right. So that you can go to Darunia Town and get the Reflect Magic, which for uh, various wizard enemies will reflect their attack back on them and defeat them. And you can also learn the Upthrust attack. <laughs> yeah, I know, really. Window gives him that sweet, sweet down so, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a matter of preference whether you like to attack with the up thrust or the down thrust. <laughs> so anyway, go through the fourth dungeon and you get the boots. The boots don't do anything except allow you to walk on water to the fifth dungeon. Nice. And there's also a hidden heart container out on that ocean. So it lets you Jesus the whole <laughs> way across to the fifth dungeon. You then get the whistle. The whistle, again, doesn't do very much. Just you play it in front of the river devil. He disappears, and you're able to go down to the last section of the game where you go to Kasuto. Now, this is kind of interesting. They've got a town that's deserted. So you're used to, at this point, going into a town, seeing a whole bunch of people, and there's nobody there. And you're getting randomly hurt for no reason that you can see. Spooky. Yeah, really. Yeah. It turns out there's invisible enemies that you can only see once you get, I believe it's a cross, out of the sixth dungeon. Now you can find the real town of Kazuto going through some caverns and then chopping down some trees in a forest. Yeah, the, the refugee reproduction of that town. Yes, exactly. Where you get the magic spell, and I'm not 
shitting you. It's literally called Spell. <laughs> the Spell Spell. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, it'll do random things. Like at the end of the town, if you do Spell, you can raise up this building where you find a skeleton key. <laughs> which is useful. You're going through the last dungeon or so. You don't have to worry about the keys anymore. You just get through everything. Um, and then in combat, doing spell will turn enemies into those little blobs. So, kind of useful. So going through the sixth dungeon, you get that cross that I mentioned. And that allows you to see the enemies in the deserted town where you get the final spell, Thunder, which will take care of all enemies on screen at their basic enemies and it also will allow you to damage the second to last enemy in the game the Thunderbird without that spell he's invulnerable funny how the so Thunderbird you, you'd think he would be healed by thunder so yeah, if, right. if you approach this game with any degree of supposed savviness you would be completely fucking yourself which seems to be the general theme of this game. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of fucking yourself, so finally you get to the Great Palace. The Great Palace is the hardest fucking thing in the world. I never got through this without the aid of game. The Great Palace is a bitch. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's enemies in there that are unique to it and are absolutely ridiculous. This flying bird that shoots out swords. I mean, just jumps all over the place. Absolutely the impossible. I believe it's referred to. But finally, you get through the dungeon. Right. And you face Thunderbird. You defeat him. Hold on. The, you get to the final the, room. The name of the bird, I just looked it up, is called Fuckaroo. Of course it is. Which is basically what the programmers are saying to the gamers. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, God. Anyway, sorry, Ivan, you were saying. All right, you defeat okay. Fuckaroo. <laughs> you get to the final room, you see a little mouse standing next to the Triforce, and you think, I did it! But no. All of a sudden, you see a clap of thunder, and your shadow jumps out and starts to attack you. And you get to fight Shadow Link. And you can cheese it if you... Right. The, ori the origin of Shadow Link, right there. And you can cheese it if you crouch in the corner and just keep shooting the sword out. He'll walk right into it and eventually you, he dies. You get handed the Triforce. You take it all the way back to the fucking beginning palace. Zelda wakes up. Curtain falls. Not before you kiss her. Because apparently you're going to just go after anybody in this fucking world that you rescue. First Zelda, her great-great-great-grandmother, anybody. Well, I think it's because the first Zelda won't put out. He's just like, okay, I've rescued two ladies now. One of them is going to unsheath my Master Sword. Yeah. So anyway, that is the plot of the game. Done. You guys have any uh, anything else that we didn't mention? Any trivia? Uh, I think you discovered an interesting... Uh, I think I only fell asleep twice. Whatever the fuck that meant. So, <laughs> I think you can... 
you discovered an interesting pattern in Link's discovery. Yeah, I had noticed that when Link is in a dungeon and gets an item, he raises it up with one hand. And when he is not in a dungeon gets an item, he will raise it up with both hands. Now, I'll leave it up to you to explain why. <laughs> I think my theory was that, like, being in a cave, he knows that nobody is really looking, so he can, like, crank it. <laughs> That's right. He's in a dungeon. He's He's in stress relief. He's a 16-year-old boy. The only girl he's ever managed to find on her back isn't really responsive. The, the, this go. poor kid, his hand is compelling him to do something. His shining left hand is compelling him to do something. Like the, the, This kid is just a slave to his, to his urges. He's, he's got to do what he's got to do. Mm-hmm. He's going to shoot that sword. Yeah, it's the only place that he can get some privacy. And really, who's going to tell? The monsters that everyone runs away from? So, Brandon, before we wrap this up, have you got any uh, any last observations or opinions about this? I mean, like, all in all, I didn't hate the game. If I had gotten through it, I'd feel a little more confident about shitting on it. But there seems like there was a lot of stuff that I didn't get to actually have fun with that I might have actually enjoyed if it weren't for my emulator being such a bag of assholes. Similar to the internet <laughs> as it is right now for us as we're struggling to get this thing recorded. Uh, I, I tend to have like some kind of innate uh, nature against things working for me. So it's always an uphill struggle and the game itself being as hard as it was was not actually helping me. So I don't know. I, I got real frustrated. Maybe I gave up too easy. Maybe the listeners can convince yeah. me to go play it again. But uh, I don't know. It's a it's a fun game if you have the patience for it. I mean, you got to be willing to explore. You know, not knowing where you need to be going. You know, the random section of forest that you need to cut down to find the town. The the you one know, the random square, section. The one square in a forest that will lead to a dungeon or a desert or the desert or right the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Right. Ex- exactly. You got that stuff in this game in spades. Like and, apparently, there's a place where. Uh, somebody gives you like a reflect spell or something and usually you can use it right. to turn most of the monsters into other monsters but not all the time but apparently it's, it's secondary use is like you'll be walking along and you'll find a place that looks like a dead end so you do the spell thing and it brings up like another dungeon that nobody or like you know people have to find yeah that's the spell spell you're a spell spell <laughs> The reflect anyway. is neat that it will, ref- like, you need it to reflect some enemies' attacks back on them, which is kind of funny, but it's usually supplanted in further Zelda games just by getting a better shield. Yeah. Anyway, I, I like this game a lot. I mean, I love the music. I had fun exploring it. It is a talking very, to your friends. It's a very You're... fun game to start. Not that, not yeah. necessarily one to finish. Yeah. Well, it's a good game to to play and talk to your friends about. You know, where do you go to get the candle? You know, where do you go to find you, that you one town? You go south. And... You go south to get the candle. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, and the the strange thing, like oh. although the music is good, it's really weird that you don't get the Zelda overworld theme that you get in every other game, which is you know iconic because it's great. I'm sad. Yeah, well, they were still finding their way. I mean, they they were trying. They didn't really know what Zelda was at this point. Yeah, there was no standard. Yeah, they they hadn't really decided. 
Also, I just want to point out, I'm really sad that I made a joke there I thought you guys would get, but you didn't. I said that you have to go south to get the candle, because she says don't go south without a candle. <laughs> so it's like I'm just trying to fuck people yes. over. Yeah, just head south. You'll find the candle that way. It would, have, right. it would have been better if you were make, just making a blowjob joke. Grab the candle and head south. Yeah. But uh, grab that shaft, stroke some balls. I, I would say, <laughs> I, some I would say, uh, as a food, that I would make the like this. I would say something like a burrito. That's like, there's enough goodness there that you could sustain yourself on it. But also, you got to get past like the fried beans, which aren't terrible, but you still got to eat them, and like the sour cream, which you know it's just kind of bland, and. All in all, it's a pretty... C- it's not even sour. Why is it called that? Well, it, it... Yeah. Fucking false advertising. All in all, it's like... You know that it's not terrible. And everybody makes a big hullabaloo about it. But, like, really, it's just not for me. It's got a lot of complex layers. It's a lot to, to take in. Uh, in, a similar, in, a, in a similar vein, I will say what... I, the food I would compare this to is a Nanaimo bar. Where it's got a delicious chocolate top, a, uh, a a nice sensual yellow custardy middle, but at the very end when you get to the bottom of it, there's always just that that, that kind of good chocolate but with coconut in it. And now it's funny you mention that. My food for this game would be coconut. Just something the coconut. that I absolutely love. Yeah, this coconut pie, just it, it coconut in general. Yeah, I love it, but I recognize that that it, a lot of people don't. Yeah, you know, it's Mike. I, I gotta call you. Out. Difficult for some people. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've used a Nymo bar before, Mike. Well, then this well this applies as well. I can't think uh, of any other food that has two good layers and a shit layer underneath. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. You got me stumped there, but. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Because this game has a lot of good stuff on the surface. It it tastes good, but what would I say? Bubblegum? It's like no. it, it's got nice flavor in the beginning, but the longer you play it, the the more the flavor starts to wear away, and, and then you're just stuck with something that's like a real grind. Mike, you better hurry. You're going to miss your bus. You could also do a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Is that your bus driving by? Yeah, I've got like a concrete wall and two sets of windows, so and all closed, so you shouldn't be able to hear it. But that was a, that's just this house. That was a throwback to our recording session at your place when I had to leave early to go catch a bus. <laughs> Quick, we gotta wrap it up. There's a bus driving by. Yeah. So uh, substitutions. Well, what would we substitute with this game? And uh... I guess I would say. Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. If you're going to play a Zelda game on an early Nintendo system, go for the Super Nintendo one. Nah, play Spiral. Go get Spiral on the PS1. Play that. Feel good about yourself. Or Crash Bandicoot. No, not Crash Bandicoot. This one reminded me a little bit. This one reminded me a little bit of Bionic Commando, where you had that overworld map. You encountered random enemies that drug you down into a combat feature. Yeah. So, or you could play Castlevania 2, which is also inscrutable with a system of leveling up 
your attributes go, and towns folks that are just not really that helpful go play exactly. go play fucking gun dot smoke great game i i <laughs> i uh five stars high recommendations good good stuff <laughs> So anyway, will we come back for seconds for Zelda Two? Uh, no. I mean, uh, because I'm lazy. I've had I've had my I've had my childhood nostalgia filled on that regard. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, side note: I saw in the notes there that it says we might be doing Spider-Man or Prince of Persia next. What's up with that? Is that a thing? What? That's what the notes say. I have no idea what you're talking Look, about. Taste test. Uh, future. I think problems. I was just writing down some shit. I don't know. Like, don't 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 take that for anything. It says, "Hey, listeners." <laughs> Talk to us in the comments on this page. What the hell should we do next? Because our next game that we're doing will be a game Start that I've wanted to uh, enjoy for a long time. <laughs> what should we do next? I, we'll tell you. Blow your load. Well, that's the, that's the very next episode you can look forward to. But in future games, if you want to throw some shit on the pile, let yeah. us know. If you want to torture us, let us know. If you want to give us a delightful little reprieve, let us know. Or if you just want to remain absolutely silent and let us scramble to amuse you, let us don't know. Oh, I see <laughs> well what you said. did there. Also, I, I realized what I did wrong here. First off, this this uh, plans that we have that I'm leaking to the to the audience, they're really old. It says current game Ninja Guide and next game Gemfire. Did we ever do Gemfire? I don't think we ever did. Fuck. No. Yeah, and uh, apparently uh, I wrote for my food. I wanted nice scrambled eggs. And a substitute would be uh, Spider-Man or Prince of Persia, which I'm assuming that was because it was Ninja Gaiden and everybody's sticking the walls. So there you go, a little flashback for our fans. I don't know why I was even reading that. Bonus substitution. Yeah. The Lord of Chaos. <laughs> well start strikes again. <laughs> Yo, actually, can we do Spider-Man or Prince of Persia next? I want that in my life. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have a problem with Prince of Persia. Also, it says here... Uh, then we got Restaurant Panic, North and South, Gemfire, Xenex, and and Ninja Gaiden. I don't think we've done Xenex or North and South or Gemfire. I don't know what Panic Restaurant is, but I think that was one that we tied up with the last episode, right? Mm, uh, right. No, it wasn't a, uh, a, a, a gamepad game. Well, there you go, listeners. Right, I got to get to bed, so <laughs> don't let's close the fucking kitchen. Tell guys. us what you want to hear. Yeah, the kitchen's fucking closed. Bye, everybody. <laughs> tell us what you want to hear, but not any of those five <laughs> games. Bye. Love you. Good night. did it eventually against your struggle <laughs> we success